episode two, season two of the Q Review with my co-host Theo Eatrue. Um, Theo, welcome back. What is up? Uh, like I said last week, it's great to be back. Finally in the routine of the Q Review here. And um, yeah, how, how's everything doing with you? Well, you know, last weekend, birthday weekend. Um, yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. Life was a little blurry for a bit, but uh, <laughs> we're back. Um, got to see Nathan McKinnon's jersey retirement, so that was kind of cool. Um, they did a really good tribute. His speech was good. Um, mm-hmm. On the Jumbotron, they had guys like Jonathan Drewen, uh, Zach Fucali. Yeah, uh, can't see here. Brent Andrews and Darcy Ashley raised the banner for him, so that was a pretty good moment. I didn't know that. Um, Sidney Crosby even joined the game uh, on the Jumbotron, so lots of standing ovations for that. Very well-deserving. I don't know what took so long for the Mooseheads to retire his number, mm. um, but you know, up there with guys like Jody Shelley and J.S. Jaguar. I believe the other one's Alex Tangay. Mm-hmm. And Pat Connolly, the longtime PA announcer. But yeah, yeah, pretty cool moment. Pretty cool to be a part of. And then birthday festivities afterwards kind of yeah. got the best of me. So g- give us a little rundown. What'd you do? For the birthday weekend? Yeah, birthday whole rundown. Oh, boy. Okay. So a game on Friday night. Uh, had a few drinks there. And anyone that's never been to the Scotiabank Center before, I don't know what's in those drinks, but. <laughs> Three or four drinks at the Scotiabank Center is equivalent to, like, six or seven. <laughs> I don't know what they put in that uh, draft Bud Light, but it uh, it hits you quick. Um, and then I went to Buck Ugly's bar right downtown. There you go. Had a couple guys there. My girlfriend went with us as well. And then we went to Maxwell's, saw a bunch of guys I haven't seen since high school. And I told myself I was cutting mm-hmm. myself off when I got there. But then my, I met up with mm-hmm. my cousin Hunter. Shout out Hunter Woodland. And uh, <laughs> bought me three more shots. <laughs> so, there you go. Shout out Hunter. Yeah. And then I had to work uh, baseball on the weekend on the Saturday, which was my actual birthday. All the boys said happy birthday, things like that. Um, and then my buddies just moved into a new house. So we did like a housewarming party. Uh, my friends Kyle, Zach, and Evan, shout out to them. Uh, pretty cool little house. They're like, there's no neighbors anywhere. They have a cool little fire pit and bar outside. So it's very secluded. Like, you can make as much noise as you want. No one's really going to complain. Those are always the best. Uh, my mom dropped me and my girlfriend off at the party, probably around 9 o'clock. And now my mom's known all my friends since they were kids. So yeah. she, she stayed around for like 10 minutes probably while Zach and Evan gave us the house tour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the time my mom left, which was probably 10 minutes later, I was four shots in. <laughs> so I just knew the night wasn't going to be good. Um, but no, it's good to see all the guys again. And, you know, when you go out downtown, it's like just another night on the town or whatever. But when you're with your buddies, like those little house parties, there wasn't much of us. There was probably like maybe 20 yeah Uh, those are the memories that like you really remember Mm. and yeah so good weekend overall 100 percent. yeah no no complaints uh 24 now yeah which still being in college at 24 i'm uh (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll be done it's soon. Hopefully, it's but, a bet. It's a bet. It's all right. Yeah, degree number two, though. So, I mean, yeah, no exactly. Place. That's what you say to people. Uh, what did you get up to? Must have had something exciting. Uh, um, yeah. So, um, I went to the Wanderers game, soccer, um, and talk about uh, Scotiabank beers. The Wanderers beers too. Something's in that as well. I don't know what. I don't. Just. I feel like it's the atmosphere. Like when the at when the atmosphere is electric, I feel like you kind of deserve it a little more. Maybe the beers get a little oomph to you, but um, uh, what else? No, did, something I understand the atmosphere, but there's something physical in those beers. No, that, like, no that's what I mean. Like I don't get fired I don't up. I don't know. Like anytime I drink Bud Light, I think I'm drinking Bud Heavies or <laughs> Bud Heavies. Even like dark forties. What are high percentage beers? I'm trying to think here. Uh, 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 like oh, 45s. 45, that's what I was like, looking for. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they just hit quick. Yeah. But um, now the Wanderers games are like, those are electric. Man. Oh, that, it was my second time um, going there. And it's right across. It's literally down the street from my house. So it's an easy walk. And all the boys were there. And um, it, it was a, it was electric for sure. And um, also kind of switching topics here. I know you're a Jays fan, Chris, but... We need to talk a little bit. Um, do, do you see them making the playoffs or what? I know this is a hockey podcast, but a little bit of um, baseball talk. They always do late season rallies, it feels like, every year. Mm. Um, let's talk about, for the first time, I believe it's since 2003. I read the stat the other day. This is the first time since 2003 that the playoffs has not included the St. Louis Cardinals, the New York Yankees, or the Boston Red Sox. And damn, that's the year I was born. It's a long it time. Might even might even be longer than that, but it it was a crazy stat. Like that's, I, a, that's an insane stat. And I never really thought about it. Those are just stats you don't really think about, but I just couldn't believe it. Like I grew up watching, you know, those Red Sox teams with Ortiz and Pedroia and the Yankees teams with uh Jeter and Mm-hmm. Jorge Posada, Mariano Rivera, St. Louis with Albert Pujols, yeah, Matt Carpenter. Like those teams were nasty. Even Adam Wainwright, who's still pitching, mm-hmm. I can't believe that guy's like sixty. Yeah, he's an old man. Like he's now. It's crazy. I I could not imagine pitching that long. Yeah, I well, played that's... baseball last year, and they me throwing from third base hurts like yeah. for a game like I that's why got so many injuries. injuries yeah that's but why. i can see the jays making a late season push um it, it seems like anytime they get in the playoffs they always sneak in they yeah. never like never exceed they always just sneak in somehow um but it'd be good to see a canadian team in i know that's the only reason our boss at high button justin watches baseball is when the yeah. jays are in the playoffs so hopefully uh Justin will Justin will watch some baseball this year. Yeah. Oh, fantasy football. Oh. So this week I played fantasy football against my buddy Brandy. Um for anyone that didn't watch, Miami Dolphins beat, I believe it was the Raiders. Was it the Raiders? For no, they played oh, Denver. Sorry, the Broncos. Yeah, they played Denver. 70 to 20. Yeah. Crazy. And I scored 150 points, which in any football league, that should win you a game. Yeah. But 
the guy that I was playing against had Tua Tagliova or yeah, yeah. Tua T. We'll call him Tua T. Yeah. Um, and Tyree Kill were both on his team, yeah. so Crazy. he racked up 190 points. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was, I think I was projected 111 and I ended up with 150 and I still lost. Like I can't, I, I don't want to talk about it. It's, yeah. it's a touchy topic right now. No, that, that team I think is going to win the Super Bowl for sure. I'm a, I'm a Bears fan myself and we got absolutely shit pumped as well. So I can't even talk bad about the Broncos. Um, but yeah, my fantasy is 0-3 right now. So Justin Fields uh, kind of garbage. Yeah, don't hey hey you you watch yourself. He's trash. You watch yourself. Don't don't speak bad. Don't talk down on my JF baby. I was gonna trade for him a couple weeks ago. I'm glad I didn't because he kind of sucks. Yeah, I want him for his run game, so I just kept Jordan Love, and that's working out pretty good for me so far. Yeah, no, he can't get the ball out of the pocket. He can't run. Yeah, the O line is brutal. not many weapons up there besides more. And Claypool. And Claypool. I wouldn't call Claypool a weapon. I mean, but it, he's not a weapon, but he's one of our best re- receivers, which sucks. <laughs> He'd be a wide receiver four on quite a few teams <laughs> yes. this year. On Miami, for sure. Anyway, right. you, you uh, get into it. Enough of the fantasy talk. Yeah, I just wanted to go on that rant because that no, was... No, that's a deserving rant. I would, too. So, you're all good. Um, We look at... The team of the week this week for the Q. Uh, we got Justin LaRose of the Tigra. Uh, Louis Philip Fontaine with Ruan Naranda. He had four points in two games. LaRose, five points in two games. Uh, Jules Boyard, I hope I said that right, mm. of the Bay Camodra car. He had six points in two games. Also named Q Player of the Week. Uh, it's actually his first year in the Q. Played last year in the BCHL. So a guy that was trying to go the college route and decided that Bay Camo would probably be his best option. He was a draft pick of Ramuski and then got traded over. Um, defenseman Owen Conrad, who I said was going to be a big factor with the Islanders this year, four points in two games. There you go. And Spencer Gill, three points in two games. Jacob Steinman, 2-0-0 with a 9.76 save percentage and a .5 goals against. And a goose egg. And a goose egg. Um, Okay, uh, so taking a look at the team of the week, who's really impressed you this week, Theo? Maybe not even necessarily on the list, but just in general. Yeah, for me, it's not on the list, but uh, Noah McKinnon on Shawinigan Cataracts, the rookie 15-year-old. I was watching a bit of the highlights. He got one goal, one assist off uh, Ellie Belrazan's goal. And uh, he really stood out to me, and um, we'll see what he can do this year for sure. Cool. All right. Um, Friday, September 22nd. So that was the same night as McKinnon's banner raising. Uh, St. John beat the Titan 6-4. Eric's Mateko had two goals for the Dogs. Hot start for him. Vince Ellie, Tristan De Silva got his first Q goal. And Pavel Simic scored as well. Uh, Egan Beverage. There you go. Egan Beverage. Uh, scored his first Q goal. He was taken in the second round of the draft. Um, I've heard really good things about him, actually, so far. I feel like he slipped in the draft because he is American, so there was always potential that he was going to go NCAA. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Lever made 
37 saves for his first Q win. He came over from Guelph, 20-year-old goaltender. Good first impression, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milo Rollins, Emil Perron, Donovan Arsenault, and friend of the show, Joey Henneberry, scored 10 goals. Bugton starts off hot, 4 nothing win over the Eagles. Jacob Steinman, 16 saves for the shutout. Preston Lounsbury, Yon Loshing, Vincent Collard, and Connor Trenholm scored. What is that? What is that? All right. Holy shit. I'm off the rails right now with That's gonna stay in. It. Don't take that out. That's gonna stay in. <laughs> no, it's not. What am I doing? Do you want me to restart Mugden then? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Chris. Fuck I'm an idiot. Go. All right, Mugden Wildcats got off to a hot start. Four nothing shutout win over the Eagles. Jacob Steinman, sixteen saves for the shutout. Preston Lounsbury, Yon Loshing, Vincent Collard, and Connor Trenholm with the goals. And first overall pick, Caleb Desnoyers, got his first career assist on the Loshing goal. Nick Rucha, 32 saves for the Eagles. So, hot start for the Wildcats. I'm sure the Moncton Wildcats podcast is pretty fired up right now. I saw they were in Sydney for their second game. Mm-hmm. Talking to Pat McNeil, the play-by-play guy for the Eagles. Uh, Charlottetown ruined Nathan McKinnon's banner night by a 3-1 to one win over the Mooseheads. Uh, Michael Horth, just named captain, scored twice, while Owen Conrad got his first career goal on an empty net. And Carter Bickle got his first Q win with 23 saves. He came from the Oshawa Generals of the OHL. Um, Liam Kilfoyle scored his first career goal for the Mooseheads, and Jack Milner made 15 saves in his first career start. Kilfoyle's another guy that was projected like super high and then dropped. Where did he go to? Like commit it to? Yeah. Uh, that I don't know 100%. I do know he was like talking to an NCAA school. Yeah. Uh, but he's nasty, man. Like he's so fast. Like he Amy Jordan Dume vibes when he was out oh, there. Really? Um, not a lot of action in the game, honestly. Maybe it was just the. Scotiabank beers talking, but I didn't think there was that much action. Charlottetown is going to be a crazy team to play against, like very pesky. They're not going to give you an easy way out at all. The team's very good defensively. Guys like Lucas Romeo, Marcus Kiersey, uh, Owen Conrad, we mentioned, Anton Tolink, Chapov. There you go. Like that. Um, no, very like good defensive team. And guys like Horth and um, Blanket on the other guy's name. But, you know, they're they're going to be pesky. Like, after watching their game, they might do a little better than I said in the standings. Nice. Next up, you got Ramuski beating Victoria Bill 7-3. Julian Balin with a hat trick. Maxime Corseau and Tyson Gogwin scored for the Oceanic. And Dominic Pilot, a rookie, scored his first two career goals. And Gogwin also had his first. Gogwin picked 14th in last year's draft. Vincent Filion made 34 saves for his first Ramuski win. Um, we mentioned this. I think Vincent Filion, former fourth overall pick, was going to be a very good goalie. He just needed somewhere to play. Like, he wasn't yeah. going to play instead of Steinman. Yeah. I think he's finally getting that in Ramuski. 
Yeah. Justin LaRose scored twice for the Tigre while Mile Levine added a single and Captain Max Pellerin three assists. So the T like Ramuski's one of those teams, like they've never I don't know, they've always been up there in the standings. Um, but they've never like they won the President's Cup, I believe, in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. But besides that, like they're always in there somewhere. They're always uh, Drummondville beat Gatineau two to one. Lucas Landry overtime winner. Justin Cote with the other, and Riley Mercer made twenty five saves. Zach Peltier had a great game for the Olympique, thirty nine saves. Former second overall or former sorry second round pick. Matthew Eric's first career goal was the lone tally for the Olympique. Blainville beat Sherbrooke three to two in a shootout. Alexis Bork with the shootout winner. Charles Edward Gravel stopped all three Phoenix shooters along with 24 saves. Elliot Oganowski and Alex Carboneau scored for the Armada. Both were their first career goals. Olivier Dubois and Maverick Lachance scored for the Phoenix, and it was Lachance's first career tally. It's so funny seeing Gatineau and Sherbrooke on the losing <laughs> side of that. No, it's just funny you naming like first goals, like because like last year they would had like. 20 by now. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, it's cool. Bakemo beat Shakutami via overtime. Anthony Lavoie winning it in overtime. Jules Boylard had two goals and two assists, who was the key player of the week. Uh, career high for points in a game. Matt McDonald and Raul Boyard, who is also Jules' brother. It was his first career goal. Uh, Chikudemi goal scorers were Maxime Massé, Thomas DeRousseau, Emmanuel Vermette, and Nathan Lecomte. Fourth overall pick in the last draft had his first career goal. And Alex Huang, fifth overall pick, had two assists in his first game. So lots of promising players there for the Saganines. It was only the first game, so they'll turn it around. I think I had them, I had them first in the East. So I think that youth is really yeah. going to Really going to show later in the year. Yeah. Saturday, the 23rd, on my birthday. There you go. Car scored four in the first to win 5-3 over the Ramparts. Another weird score. Justin Poirier with a hat trick. Raul Boyard and Julian Lanthier scored as well. Pierre-Etienne Cloutier scored his first two career goals. And Vincent Murray scored his first career goal as well. First upset of the season, Rouen Aranda Huskies lose to the Valdor Fours. Mm. Samuel Fiala scored his first Q goal in overtime, fifth overall pick in the import draft last year. Nathan Perry, Alexander Gee, Alexis Gaudio, and Alexis Tangay scored as well. 34 saves for Mathis Lucier. Bill Zonin, Daniil Borash, Louis Philip Fontaine, and Antonin Perot. Scored for the Huskies, William Rousseau, 40 saves in his Huskies debut. You remember last year we were talking about Nicholas Herbatis on the Sea Dogs? How was it a matter of him being a good goalie or a matter of him being on a good team? Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see with William Rousseau, not saying Huskies are a bad team. Like this is definitely a way different situation. Yeah. But that Quebec team was like historically unreal. Yeah. Like almost everyone a draft pick. Um, so he's still making saves and I think he's starting to prove that theory of mine wrong. But yeah. like I said, this is a way better team than Herta Herbatees. Hertabees Herbatees walked and, in with the Sea Dogs. And if uh like you look at Rousseau 
Quebec versus Rouen. Miranda, obviously, you mentioned Quebec, such a historic team, but Rouen, I think, obviously, nowhere near Quebec, but they're they're definitely going to be good um, this couple of years. So I think Rousseau, I think he'll be fine for sure. Nova Scotia boy Cole Chandler scored his first career goal a minute and a half into the first to win the game uh, against Sherbrooke, two to one win. Cody Dupuis scored the other goal. Remy Delafontaine made 33 saves and got the first star. Maverick Lachance got his second career goal with the Phoenix. 9-1 Moncton takes the Eagles. Alex Mercier, Vincent Collard, and Miles Mueller scored twice each. Gabe Smith, Thomas Oje, and Yon Loching with the others. Jacob Steinman, four, sorry, 24 saves. Former Wildcat Luke McPhee scored the only Eagles goal. A uh, couple games left here. Charlottetown puts a trouncing on Halifax, 6-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Lucas Romeo and Alexis Michaud scored twice each. Michael Horth and Owen Conrad scored again. Conrad finished with three points. Now I'm going to try and say this name. Axel's Ozels got his first QMJHL win. Second round pick in the import draft. Logan Crosby scored the Mooseheads goal. A guy that I said needs to step up with all these guys in absence. He had a nasty pass on Kilfoyle's goal in the home opener. There you go. That was like one of the few goals I remember from that game. I was um I was watching the highlights and you were mentioning Owen Conrad. I thought he really stood out for sure. Um You can't even, tell he's a rookie. Like Yeah, you, you can at all. He's a, he's kind of a big presence too. Like not the like biggest guy, but you know he's gonna get bigger in the future. And he's kind of like a two way forward, like good on defense and good on offense for sure i kind of had to tell my buddy i was like yeah that conrad guy's like a rookie and yeah they didn't, they didn't think i was telling the truth yeah um and last game i got for saturday is bathurst beating st john in a shootout so bobby Orr scored the shootout winner yes there's a bobby Orr in the queue if you're new to listening to us robert Orr, bobby Orr. this one's from quebec though mm-hmm. um josh fleming stopped all three shootout shooters along with 23 saves Milo Rollins, Donovan Arsenault, and Louis-Philippe Belanger scored. It was Belanger's first second-round pick in this year's draft. Vince Ellie, Pavel Simic, and Nate Tibby scored the Dog goals. Pat Lever, 51 saves. Pat Lever, man. I keep mentioning his name. So, if my math is correct, that is 88 saves in his first two games. That's pretty damn good, if you ask me. It sounds like defense is an issue early for the yeah. St. John Sea Dogs. And our first fight of the season, Noah Reinhardt and Alex Lallier fought early in the third. It resulted in ejection and a game misconduct. And it wasn't this fight specifically. Maybe your game had it. But I think there was a guy that did get suspended for being an aggressor. Mm, I didn't see anything. Maybe. Uh, you go through your games. I'll take a look and chime in if i can yeah all right uh sunday september 24th not nathan mckinnon noah mckinnon the rookie 15 year old as i mentioned opens up the scoring assisted by evan courtois and jeremy Dusset. uh ellie uh Bellargent makes it two nothing and it was a shorthanded goal uh like a beauty too, kind of split in between the d and backhand snipe it was a it was a nice one there by Dusset, and then the uh, Amlanson Charbonneau, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, scores for Armada to make it 3-1 Cats. 
Uh, and then Jeremy Dissett again picks up his second goal and third point of the game to make it 4-1. Armada tries coming back by scoring two unanswered thanks to Teo Lemieux and Mateo Robert, but they couldn't close the deal. And uh, Shawinigan makes it 4-3 win. Um, so I looked at the suspensions and it was Lallier. He got a one-game suspension for instigating. I, I still don't understand that rule. Yeah, never, I think there's I like never, I understand that. Yeah, it's it must be quite a process to like suspend these guys now with trying to back up what they're yeah. calling right and what's calling wrong. Yeah, they have to try to make it. I hope fit. linesmen are getting a big raise this year because obviously they don't want you get yeah. rid of fighting, you have to have so many more net front scrums and stuff yeah. breaking that up. Yeah, like at least with a fight, it's a one and done. Yeah. Yeah, you just send people to the box and you're good. Um, Ramuski uh, defeats Quebec 5-3. to three. Um, Another kind of um, surprising defeat, wouldn't you say, Chris? Well, say so. this year I wouldn't say so, but... Oh, yeah, but you know what I mean. It's kind of weird. Compared to, to last year, it is weird. Uh, Quebec opens up the scoring uh, with Michael Huchette. Uh, Ramuski makes it 1-1. Then Spencer Gill, the rookie, makes it 2-1. Uh, and Spencer Gill, I was also watching his highlights. Big guy. He's he's super good. I don't know where he, um, his minor team came from, but um, watch out for him. He's going to be an absolute stud, I think. And Alexander Blay, a guy we kept talking about last year who had 42 points, he makes it 3-1. to uh, Quebec ties it up thanks to Nathan Michaud and then Ann Vance, Vincent Murray. Uh, then it was all Ramuski in the third period with Dominic Pelot and Maxime Corsel scoring, making the final three, five to three. I hope I have a good French accent. Everybody probably getting ripped up by, by these people watching, but I'm pretty brutal at these French last names. So bear with me, guys. Uh, Shikudami loses to Drummondville five to two. Uh, stars of the game was Maxime Lafont, who had one goal, one assist for Drummondville. And also on Drummondville, Peter Repchik who had a great year last year, who also kept talking about had one goal. And Nathan Lecomte on Shikudumi uh, had the third star with one goal, one assist. Uh, who scored this game was Maxime Lafont, um, Peter Repchik, like I just mentioned, and the last guy in the NHL draft, Tyler Peddle, um, Lucas Landry, and uh, Lois Godet. And... Next game was Valador 4-3 over the Rouen Huskies. Uh, stars of the game, uh, Alexander Godot, who had one assist. And Louis-Philippe Fontaine, who had a terrific year last year. Um, I think he's going to have a breakout season again for Rouen. Um, had one goal, one assist, with two points. And Emily Bonnet had a great, great start, um, who had a... Um, let's see the stat. Um, save percentage of 0. 0.098 there. And then, uh, um, yeah, the last game. Uh, Gatno, this was a big one. Listen to this, Chris. 7-2 to Victoriaville. Uh, Justin Lacrosse, Tommy Cormier, and Noah Larchelle, all three stars for Victoriaville. Just pure, pure 
Victoriaville in this game, obviously with Justin uh, Lacrosse with two goals, uh, Igor Grianov with one goal, one assist, Noah um, Lachero, I think I pronounced that right. You, you got it? What was it? La Rochelle. La Rochelle. There you go. Um, and, yeah, that'll do it. Cool. Um, we had a lot of people in our DMs and comments this week about uh, sports books that support QMJHL betting. Um, I found one a while ago, but I deleted it because it was like the odds in Q hockey are crazy. Like, people don't understand that if, like, last year, if Quebec would have played uh, Bathurst, like, it would have been, like, a 1.10 odd. Really, eh? So, well, yeah, because, like, that's an easy win. Usually. Yeah, I guess it is. But, yeah, that's really, wow. That's so, as cool as it might sound to bet on junior hockey, the odds are ridiculous. But yeah. sometimes they're good. Like, I feel like the Bathurst-St. John game, like, that would have been good odds. Um, even you probably would have got some good value if you picked Charlottetown to beat Halifax. But yeah. as soon as I find one or Theo finds one, we will let you know because honestly, I'd be down to do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had something else to bring up. Oh yeah, I'm gonna bring up the standings so far this season. So right now, Mugden leads the Maritimes division. With a crazy 13 goals for and one goals against. Uh, they're actually tied with the Char- Charlottetown <laughs> Islanders for first. East Division, you got yeah. Rubsky and Bay Camo leading the way at 2-0 apiece. Valdor yeah. leads the West two, two wins, no losses. And Drummondville and Shawinigan lead the Central 2-0 as well. Uh, Conference-wise, Mugden leads the East Actually, four-way tie in the East with Moncton, Ramuski, Charlottetown, Bay Camo. And Drummondville, Valdor, Shawinigan lead the way in the West. What teams are surprising you so far? I I think just this might not be a surprising, but Victoriaville. Um, just um, how, how much speed they have up the middle, too, and big guys. Um, their gold, I think I, I might have to change my – where did we put Victoriaville? Because I, I think we had the same standing. I have second. I, I I can't remember what I had, but um, I I think they're going to be uh, first if that's a hot take. Okay. Uh, uh, I like Drummondville too much. I like their team to switch yeah. mine. But that, that's, yeah, that's good too. Um, we got some time to kill, Theo. So we're gonna do. I didn't tell you we were doing this yet, but we're gonna play this or that. Okay. Uh, I saw it at the Mooseheads game, thought it was a good idea. <laughs> hey, okay. So I'm going to give you some props and you're going to pick one of them. Okay. okay. Pineapple pizza or candy corn? Oh, pineapple pizza. You don't like candy corn? I, I despise candy corn. I, and, and I'm all for pineapple on pizza. What's the, what's wrong with candy corn? Oh, I don't even know. Just some taste is the texture. I I think it's just everything. I never liked it as a kid. Never. Like if I saw it in my bag on Halloween, I would give it to my grandma. Yeah. No, just a hatred for it. I don't know why. Do you like them? I I can tolerate them. I I, I've never had anything against like Hawaiian pizza. I always ate it growing up. 
I love Hawaiian pizza. I love yeah. it. Okay, hot coffee or iced coffee? Ice iced coffee for sure. Oh, you would be iced coffee. I'm too. Such an iced coffee kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you rather lose sleep or skip a meal? Lose sleep. I need. I need the meals. I need the meals right now, especially it as of today. I'm trying to go on the trying to get on the gym grind, so I need the meals. I like my sleep though. That's a hard one. Okay, when you're referring to a glass of water, and it's halfway up, do you refer to that as half full or half empty? It's half full. Say half full. I I I if like I if I said yeah, it's half yeah half full for sure. I think it depends. Like if I'm like drinking it and it's down half, and it's down to the halfway point, I'll say, "Oh, that's half empty now." True, true, true. But if, I I'm, if, if I'm filling, if I'm filling something up, I will say, yeah. Here, I'll, pour, I'll pour it half full." That's it. That's a great analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm like, in, or like a beer example. Yeah, my beer is almost halfway empty. Like, yeah, but if you fill it up, then yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Okay. Um, gotta find another one here. Yeah, it keeps them coming. I'm sure the viewers love it. My takes might be bad, though. Tattoos or piercings? Oh, tattoos for sure. You have any tattoos? You don't have any tattoos. No, no, not yet. I'm working on getting one, but... Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm on the urge to get one, but talk to Mother Michelle on that one. Let's see how it goes. Okay, um... Are you a big roller coaster guy or water slides? Water slides. Yeah, I'm not, not, I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of heights. Um, definitely, I one time I was in, uh, I think I was like 11. We were on a hockey trip in Old Orchard Beach in Boston. Went on a roller coaster, roller coaster, and as soon as I got off it, I absolutely yacked everywhere in front of everybody. Like everybody saw it. So yeah, roller coasters aren't my thing, but water slides, awesome. You say you're not a heights person as well? Yeah, but like water slides also like, but I feel like roller coasters are a little more scary than water okay, slides. So if there was a hundred foot tall water slide, mm. but right next to it, there was a roller coaster that was a hundred foot half. No, no, half that height. Oh, I, I would still go with the water slide, I think. Really? So it's not a height thing. Yeah, you know what? You got me there. Winding your hair. You you got me there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Just heights. Just no, not for me, for sure. Uh, DMs or text messages? Text message. Like who? On a girl or? Just <laughs> in general. Would you rather text someone or would you rather DM them? Uh, text for sure. Uh, rich and famous or rich and unknown? Rich and famous. You got. Then you have to deal with the paparazzi. You got to deal yeah, with key, key review. Getting the paparazzi, I would love it. Yeah, absolutely. You got to deal with all the people, though. Why would you want that? Uh, uh, I don't know. I I feel like you you would like it at the start and then kind of get sick and tired of it. But for the start, I'll say rich and famous, like rich and famous for sure. Okay, would you rather be a comedian in a serious film or would you rather be a serious actor in a comedy film? I, 
a, co- a comedian in a serious film. I think you're killing the vibe. True. Yeah. Now you're right. But then. But I feel like if you're in a comedy film, the serious man can be funny. Like they'll have some cheesy lines in there for him. If you're in a serious film and you're trying to be funny, I feel like people would just like be pissed off at you. Like be like, who is this guy? No? Is that a hot? I don't know. Yes. Like I feel like it could ruin the vibe in that way as well. Okay. When you're online shopping, do you sort by price or do you sort by rating? Price. Sort by price? Yeah. What yeah, if it's like what if it's like something like shoes and you don't care how much you're spending yeah. on? Then obviously I would look at the rating, but look at the ratings when you're buying things? I, I don't yeah, I was just gonna say I don't really look at ratings. Really? I think it depends. Like when I was buying like my laptop or like my adapter I have here for my computer. My microphone, like I looked at the reviews because I don't want to yeah. buy. It's an investment, I, right? Even when we bought that mixer for ourselves, I yeah. looked at the <laughs> reviews, <laughs> made sure it didn't suck. I I feel like um, I feel like you have to look at the reviews for like electronics or things like that. But for like clothing and other sorts, I don't really think you should look at them. Um, last one I will do. Is would you rather get a raise or would you rather get a one-time bonus? Well, what's the one-time bonus? Well, if they're comparing them, I'm sure it's a lot. Uh, I would go with a raise. I would go with a raise. See, like, I don't know. Now, if oh, that's a hard one, they could Ooh, be a lot for the. I've got a better one. All right. Would you rather save 100 strangers? Okay. Or would you rather save one loved one? Ooh. Oof. So you can save the loved one and 100 people die. <laughs> or you can save 100 strangers. Oh, that is a good one. one that's, a re- that's a really good one. Uh, shit. Is the loved one like in the family or like just it like just any loved one? Like, I'm assuming it's, like, you someone it close. Up. Yeah. Uh, your third cousin, Jimmy. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I mean if it's not. I couldn't decide. Okay, I don't want to be the person that doesn't save the yeah, other people. I, yeah, exactly. I don't want to decide, but I I don't like that one. Because like, I would, I, I would do love one. How about that? You'll do love one? You'll let 100 people die? So, man, when you put it that way, you're making me seem like an <laughs> asshole. I'm just messing with you. Is there anything else you want to cover before we? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, uh, all I got to say to the viewers is make sure you stay tuned this year. Um, obviously, we're going to work a little harder than we did last year, but we are kind of stuck with school. And but this year, we'll keep them each week and make it better and better each episode for sure we hope you guys like the uh the zoom calls for our podcast because it is a lot easier on us like theo lives over in halifax it's a 30 minute drive um but i hope you guys enjoy them because it's a lot easier on us and it allows us to do it anytime yeah as big of a time commitment yep um as always follow our socials key review underscore pod on instagram twitter or i guess x 
and maybe TikTok soon. Still working on it, but um, we're your one-stop shop for everything Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, and of course, the unofficial podcast of the QMJHL. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you again next week. Thanks, guys. We're screaming like demons, swinging from the ceiling.